Welcome to episode 128. I am your host, Gail M. Davis, and this is Design Perspectives. Welcome to the Design Perspectives podcast. I am your host, Gail Davis. I will talk all things design from expectation to reality, from what to expect when working with designers as well as the trades. And from time to time, current events will seep their way into the conversation. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and listen. I am so excited for today's guest. I really had a great time um, having this conversation with her. Davina Ogilvie is founder of Woven Home, a direct-to-consumer custom custom window treatments company based in New York. Um, she designed some beautiful window treatment. And, you know, it all, every business owner, when they start, it stems from their pain point and how they feel like, how can I make this an easier process for people? And having this conversation with her was just so enlightening and comical and just delightful. Um, I always love when I have a guest where we have a lot of, you know, great belly laughs in it, you know, just talking about the business. So without further ado, please enjoy this interview. You're going to fall in love with her the way I have and make sure you give her website, uh, you know, check it out and also order some product from her. Let her do your window treatments and see what you think. Without further ado, Davina Ogilvie. Davina, thank you so much for joining me. I am so excited. And girl, I have a lot of questions. Thanks, Gail. So excited to chat with you today. <laughs> yay, yay. Okay, so, <laughs> all right. So you're an entrepreneur. You're a wife. Okay, you're female. Yes. You're wife and you're a mom, correct? All the above. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna dive here. First of all, how did you get started? And I love how you spell woven. Oh, thank you. Well, woven actually is spelled that way because one, I thought it was catchy and fun, but also when you're starting out as a small business and you try to buy a URL for a two full words, it costs a lot more than a little hack like that. So, <laughs> okay. uh, but it's very and I, and I think it's really stuck. Um, so I started, I kind of got started with Woven. I, I used to work in the fashion industry for a bunch of large companies, but um, always had a deep love for textiles, home decor, just a great fascination and appreciation for it. And uh, window treatments in particular stuck out to me as this thing that was like so hairy and difficult to figure out and also um, just makes such a big difference to a room. And, you know, as I've kind of developed on this journey in this business, it's it's fascinating how it's often the overlooked item and even designers have to kind of convince their clients of the, you know, mm -hmm. the, wor the worth and the value of adding these uh, treatments to their house. So Great. it's just always appealed to me as such a beautiful uh, home decor category and something that is just a little bit difficult for folks to figure out. Oh my goodness. Well, I have to tell you, you're absolutely right. Because when I work with clients, I'll tell them what the big ticket items are. And without fail, anytime the quote comes in for window treatments, it's like they fall off the chair and you're like, well, what There's are they such sticker shock? I know. <laughs> yes. And I think, um, you know, I'm lucky. I have some designer clients who uh, do a great job of kind of 
walking the client through the value. And I think, you know, it's something we try to do too with our retail customers through our website and how we kind of position ourselves. But it's amazing. It's often an afterthought. Oh my God, all the time. So when I have my conversations, I do say to them, you know, what you're getting is a lot of value here. One, it's for me, I always like to say one and done, but I was like, it's very personal to your style. For me as a designer, I would never want any of my clients, friends or family to walk in and go, Pottery Barn, West Elm, Crate and Barrel, right? Like I want as much custom as possible. And for me, I always tell them that window treatments is like, you know, eyelashes for the room. Like it completes the room. It finishes it off and it makes it feel like it's, uh, you know, a hug from Jesus. <laughs> I, I love that. Eyelashes for the room or the cherry on top, whatever you want to yeah. say. But it's, it's so true. Yeah. And I said, you know what's funny? Like you can do the whole room over and before the furniture gets in, I said, as soon as the window treatment comes in, it's always like this sigh of relief and this sigh of awe. Like, I can't believe like this is where I live. And oh my God, I would have never have thought of that because, you know, nine times out of 10 people like, you know, I had one client, unfortunately, who was sending me pictures from Amazon for drapery. And I was like, no, we're doing custom. Oh no. <laughs> you bought a $6 million home. We're doing custom. Like I'm, we're going to stop. And it's funny when they all came in, he was just like, wow, what a difference. I can't believe this is our home. And I'm like, yes. Absolutely. Person. I mean, it, it finishes the room, I think, like nothing else can. It makes it soft and warm yeah. and cozy. And it's a great way to tie together other elements in the room, like the sofa fabric, the rug, whatever. And, um, you know, it, it just custom is something that, yeah, it's an upfront investment, but you get exactly what you want. You get, you know, the darkness or the light filtering, whatever you want. And it, in terms of look, it just ties everything together. No, it does. Um, what what have has been and okay, first off, how many people do you have on your team? And what has been your how have you grown your team? So that's an interesting question. We grew a lot after kind of COVID um hit. So I think um it was interesting with even just at the very beginning of COVID, we started to see an uptick almost instantaneously in the orders and then and that was welcome and amazing mm -hmm. and but then what was challenging was also the supply chain constraints at the same time you know everything kind of coincided where there was this tremendous demand but also everything was getting hairy and hairier <laughs> to you know produce and get the yes. fabric on time and the logistics element so now we are a small and lean team you know just mm -hmm. a few of us and we have a lot of um outsource help. You know, I work with a wonderful PR agency and you know, all these people who I include as part of the team. Um, and I would say the growth for Woven really happened kind of beginning to middle of COVID. I actually launched Woven when I was still at a corporate job, uh, did both for about two years until COVID happened. And I started to say to myself, hey, you know, this is um, a real business, a real revenue stream. This warrants me kind of focusing out on, on it full time. So yeah, let's talk about that too, because a lot of people will look at you and look at most successful, well, all successful businesses and think it's overnight success. But you just said, this was like your side hustle, basically, and you were working still a corporate job. Explain walk, you know, how how that came about because I think people think like it's just 
you put a shingle out and it's like you're successful and money starts right. rolling in and you're like mm, no it's it's lean like this is peanut butter and jelly oh absolutely <laughs> I mean I had kind of thought toyed with this idea for a long time it wasn't until I was at the first uh, my first fashion business that was more of a mid-sized business not huge where I was like okay I'm running and involved in enough parts of the business where I feel like I could kind of do my own thing now. Um, so at that point, that was when I was leaving kind of, um, you know, a fashion job. I was so excited to launch Woven, but then I thought, you know, I, I live in New York City. I mean, who can take the risk to leave their corporate salary? And, mm -hmm. you know, who knows what's going to happen here? So um, I kind of left that business thinking, I'm going to start my own thing overnight. <laughs> you know, probably what, you know, you're, you're saying a lot of people think how it is. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, a month later, I basically had this nervous breakdown and thought, oh, my God, well, what if it doesn't go anywhere? What am I going to do? So I got um, another big corporate job where, you know, I had my um, reliable salary. And then that's when I really started, um, you know, in my free time working on um, fabric sources, uh, production, which is now based in North Carolina, um, developing the website, which is very kind of um, you know, custom, as you can imagine, you know, right. window, window treatments, you need to be precise with your measurements and everything. So there was a lot of back end development and a, a lot of kind of research and development before really launching. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was able to do all that while at a job. And then I even launched it at that job and thought, well, what if this is just a small thing, you know, I can't really do it full time. And then, as I said, COVID happened, um, all of a sudden sales were just like going bonkers in a way that I didn't expect. And then I thought, okay, this is now, it's still a risk, but it's a sort of calculated risk. So why don't I jump into this full time? Because I think at some point you need to make the decision to, or at least I'm of the mindset, you know, do whatever you do and do it to the max. So right. I wasn't going to, I was, I was never the plan to do both um, forever. So. No, I, I know. Um, and that's the other thing. I don't think people realize is like you do have to take your time and not leave ahead of time because what will happen is you will have to go back and get a part-time job or some some type of steady income that's coming in so you're not stressed out going oh my god I have to take everything that comes my way because sometimes when you take everything that comes your way it's more of a disaster because some of the people some of the clientele they don't understand you know, what exactly it is that you're offering or doing and they think they're helping you. And I'm like, no, you've hired me. Let me do my job. <laughs> That's such a good point. You know, I, and, and I know because I've had to go back and work part time just until I built up my pipeline again. And then I was like, OK, and I got a business manager, you know, a business coach to help me get my business streamlined, which is also something important. And it just it just worked out now. How has you coming, how has you coming from the fashion industry like me helped oh, you? Oh, really? Yeah. I, I love that. Fe fellow fashionista. Yes. Yes. So I used to work for the president of um, Saks Fifth Avenue in the outlet division. And so the Devil Wears Prada, that was my life. Amazing. So you've been there, been there. Yeah. Yes. Right. Everybody thinks it's glamorous. I was like, no girl, you in the bathroom a lot crying. Um, <laughs> yes. It's like working crazy hours. You're there before everybody and you're there after they leave. You just I 
I had to get one v- as an assistant buyer at a department store. I got a VP shoes fix at the cobbler and then had to uh, subway up to the Upper East Side and deliver them to her dorm. Yes, yes. As part, of, as part of the gig somehow. Yes, yes. And it's just like when they ask you, it's not even like you can't be like, oh, my God, no. You're like, OK, like it's just I'll do it. You're like, yes, please. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So you understand, but it's funny. I look at everything that I went through that I hated that actually had me in tears has worked out so much for me in my business. Have you found that? Like it, you're not stressed about it. You're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Like, I just, I think it helped me. I know it helped me think a lot quicker because you're like quick on my feet with uh, resolution for things. What about you? I think that's absolutely true. I mean, I think my lessons from the fashion industry have have carried me a long way. I think, um, you know, at the different places I work, there are different focuses, but everything from, you know, managing up to managing your direct reports. I mean, these are things that are relevant even when you're managing clients or your designer clients or, you know, your PR relationships. These are all like incredibly relevant life skills that I've taken with me. Um, And of course, like, the exposure to, you know, textiles, product development, all of that is just, you know, has applications even with upholstery fabrics and drapery fabrics. So I find it very relevant. I mean, one thing that's different that I love is Mm -hmm. that I found that the community in kind of interiors is more consistent. So versus when I worked in fashion, people would kind of move from job to job or industry to industry. much more quickly I've developed relationships working um on woven that are really enjoyable and fulfilling and long-lasting so like a client of mine who was head of interior design at a big firm recently Mm -hmm. left to be head of sales at a um at a rug company and you Mm -hmm. know here we are still figuring out ways we can work together and collaborate together and she's still in the overall same industry so these are friendships that can kind of prolong you know the little job switch here or there that's true yeah I love that okay so numbers is not my thing which is why I don't do my own window treatment and I know a lot of designers feel like they can do it themselves but I'm like give me the full service people I want them to come measure I want to tell them exactly what I want I want to collaborate and then I want them to come back and install it yeah that, <laughs> I don't that, wanna... that is something I've learned in a big way it's so interesting so I I launched Woven kind of as a consumer myself thinking, hey, this is so complicated as a, like a retail consumer, I can't get wind- custom window treatments to save my life. Mm-hmm. So that was the kind of idea behind launching Woven Home, kind of direct to consumer, retail client focus. And while that's still very much a part of my business, it has kind of, I wouldn't even say pivoted, just kind of adapted or evolved because it turns out a lot of designers have either struggled or just looking for additional workroom capacity as well. And as you know, I think, especially with the fact that we can ship everywhere in the country that has helped designers in the age of sort of virtual or remote, you know, out of state projects. Mm -hmm. Um, But as we kind of developed this majority trade business, what was really important as part of that was being able to find um, installers who can measure and install on site. So that's now, um something we offer in our biggest markets and it's just uh something I didn't anticipate kind of undertaking starting out but that's just kind of where the business has led me I love that no it's it's super important so just know that you'll be doing some work for me because I'm just not myself (laughs) seriously I'd be be thrilled (laughs) 
Now, what have, what is the best part of what you do? Um, I mean, so many things. I literally eat, sleep, breathe textiles. I mean, I, I go to sleep with my swatches thinking about, you know, what, what other the project can I dream up next? Right. So I think just working with beautiful fabrics is um, something I've always enjoyed and now more than ever. Um, but I think also the people element. I mean, I've, I've gotten to work with amazing designers who I look as, you know, at as very talented, inspiring, but also just kind of lovely people to work with. And those relationships have kind of, you know, they come back and back and then we, we develop these wonderful working relationships. So I think both, you know, literally just the fabric and the product, but also the people that you get to work with. Yeah, I'm obsessed with fabric and I too go to sleep with swatches. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't put a table skirt on one more thing in my house. I'm literally walking around being like, could I put a table skirt, a sink skirt? I mean, sooner or later, I'm going to look like, you know, a bazaar. No, but you, but that's the thing. When you're in business for yourself, you also have to surround yourself with the things that make you smile and happy because it motivates you. It makes you want to always bring your A game and um, it's just enjoyable. I mean, that's why we left corporate to work for ourselves because we were exhausted with, you know, the hundred hour work week and, you know, coming home miserable after a while. First, you're like, oh, I'm in fashion. And after a while, you're like, oh, my God, I'm in fashion. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Figure it well, out. And in a way, I work harder and longer than I ever have, but yeah. it's, it's just more fulfilling, right? It's for yourself. It's for your team. It's for where you think the, fu the future of your business can go. So it's like you never want to stop. No, I agree. Um, and it's funny, too. And that, can we just dispel that people think, oh, I'm going to go into business for myself. I'm only going to work three days a week and I'm going to do a couple hours. And meantime, it's like, let's if we're going to be honest, it's basically like seven days a week because there's <laughs> something you always think. <laughs> and you're like, I'm not going to do it right now. And it's like, you know what? Let me just take an hour out of the day. Let me take an hour. Oh, yeah. Out. I'll have like the kids hanging off my arms on the weekend and responding <laughs> to an urgent window treatment question. You know, everyone thinks it's urgent. I, I want to be like, well, you know, it is a pair of drapes. So yeah. it, it, it might be okay. <laughs> yes. Now, what is your lead time? What was your lead time like in the beginning? And what is it now? Has it changed? So it was at the beginning, we were four weeks uh, lead time for everything. So we do custom um, drapery, Roman shades, hardware, pillows. Um, now our Roman shades are slightly better. We're actually shipping in three to four weeks. And then drapery, uh, we've been so busy with drapery. So that's more like six weeks. But all in all, I think, you know, relative to kind of um, other workrooms, it, it's it's fair. It's gotten a lot better. And so you know, we stock fabrics. So the benefit of using our fabrics are that um, that cuts down on the lead time because, you know, we have them stocked and ready to go. And there are mm -hmm. a bunch of beautiful options. But with the trade, we also do COM and trim and all that. So then that can add to the lead time if we need to wait for the fabric. Oh, my God, I love it. Um, do you like using your own material? Or is it challenging to use COM? Like, which do you like better? Honestly, I, I like both. I, I like COM because then I get to see these kind of, you know, very unique and uh, bespoke visions come to life. Um, and I love using mine because, you know, I spent a lot of time sourcing uh, where I purchased my fabrics from. And mm -hmm. I think they're gorgeous. We um, buy them directly from mills in Belgium. So we get amazing pricing and the beautiful, you know, top of the line quality. 
And that's mostly solids. And then we've recently launched collaborations with textile designers like Kelly Ventura. We have a few more coming up. So the prints are really fun and sophisticated as well. So, um, you know, I like both. And some designers use some of our fabrics in some rooms, COM in others, or all COM. So um, it's really a combination. And I think for our retail customers, they, um, they stick with our sock fabrics. And I think that's nice because it's very um, sort of straightforward to envision what they look like through mm-hmm. our website. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then it's, it's just kind of a, non, a one-stop shop for them. I like that. It's also easier. Who, who's easy to work with, retail or, or designers or the trade? That's a good question. <laughs> I I'm think, think- I, yeah, I think what's nice about the trade, even though, you know, obviously everyone has different specs that they prefer and it's right. very precise. I like that um, they know what to expect and that um, because they've done this before. So in that regard, if they say like, hey, I prefer no buckram in the header, you know, we add that to their profile. We will never put buckram in the header. Mm-hmm. But I like that they're speaking the same language. And I know that when I make things to their specs, they're going to know what to expect and be happy with it. And I think with retail customers, then just the onus is on us to like super explain and make clear, <laughs> you know, what things are going to be. So even things like blackout lining isn't black, it's white or... Um, you know, from the back, a Roman shade doesn't always look so pretty. So if you're, if the window's in the front of your house, maybe consider drapery or, you know, things like that. So I think both are um, their own kind of animal. And I think Mm -hmm. what's important is recognizing like who I'm talking to in the audience and what, what I should kind of brief them on ahead of time. Because at the end of the day, you want everyone to be happy with what they're getting. No, you do. You do. And I love that you said about what you said about blackout. Also, blackout is different than privacy, correct? Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> everybody's like, well, I want, it's not dark enough. I was like, you want it privacy. If you want it blackout, then that's what I was telling you about. Yeah, but that's what I want. But I want, you know, I'm like, oh my goodness, listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, like recently I'm doing um, a project for a new designer client and he wanted the exact shade of privacy lining to be like a pale ivory. So I sent him 10 different samples of privacy, you know, cotton or cotton setting linings ranging from kind of optic white all the way to ivory. And, you know, one might say, oh my gosh, well, this is really like a (laughs) a very precise thing. But on the other hand, I appreciate that he knows what he wants and he doesn't want ivory lining and he doesn't want white lining. And I'd rather... Yep. go ahead of time so he gets well, he's happy when he gets it yeah that's that's the beauty of people that really know what they want because then you're like okay we're speaking you're very clear we're speaking the same language there's no gimmick going you know there's nothing that exactly and that's super important especially with window treatment um so if how does this work i call you and make an appointment and you send someone out or do i come to your workroom? you tell me so as a retail client, you would go on our website and you would order swatches usually. Um, and then to order, you would go on our website and it, whether you select drapes or hardware or Roman shades, mm-hmm. it would take you through steps like what kind of fabric, what lining, this is how you measure. And then at the end, once you put in your measurements, it would give you a price right there and you could add to cart and buy it. Um, if you're looking for you know, something in 
as a trade member where we offer, you know, a, a trade uh, trade benefits like the measuring, the discount, COM, trim, those types of services, mm-hmm. then yes, you would email us um, and then we'd schedule a measure and then we'd provide a quote and then we'd ship them to you and then we would uh, install them for you. And then some designers, you know, before they get into all that, um, they do, they might want it just a high level estimate, in which case they send, you know, whatever photos and rough dimensions we have. And then we're able to prepare an estimate before doing the on-site measures. Oh my God. I love that. Okay. Well, I mean, this will be in touch, but <laughs> so glad, you know, for your business and for you and congratulations because taking, you know, pivoting from one career to another is a conversation I've been having with a lot of young people. I was like, you know, and I tell the parents, I'm like, stop pressuring them to make them think that they need to know what they're doing. And I said, because life changes a lot and we all pivot in our careers and go, this is not what make, what brings me joy. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a good lesson. I think it's also, I always try to kind of relay that message as well, but with a caveat that like, don't make reckless decisions as you saw, you know, I'm a little (laughs) risk averse. So like you have to keep in mind the risks you're taking and that startup might not make money or, you know, do you have the bandwidth to like pursue something nonstop? So I always kind of say, you know, pursue your dreams, but with caution, you know, think about, think about the whole picture. I like that bandwidth, if you have the bandwidth to go, because, you know, it seems glamorous, but when you're in the throes of it, you're just like, oh, gosh, like, it's a oh lot. Oh, my God. I have to remember that you love this and that you just have to take a deep breath or go for a walk and come back and then go back at it again. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's the passion that got me through it while, you know, I had two kids. Yeah. I was renovating my first home. You know, all these things happened with <laughs> COVID and business kind of rising. So, but it was the sort of passion that got me through it all. So, yeah. Okay. So before we go, please tell the people where they can find you. So we are wovenhome.com. That's our website and wovenhome on Instagram, W-O-V-N-H-O-M-E. No E in woven. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Davina. This has been absolutely amazing. I am so grateful that uh, you took the time out to speak with me today and I will be in touch about the window treatments. Terrific. Thanks a lot, Gail. You're welcome. Have a great day, beloved. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Design Perspectives podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gail M. Davis. I really appreciate you listening. Please don't forget to rate me on iTunes. It is super important. It will help people to find where we are located. And the Design Perspectives podcast is also available on design network platform. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day.